Welcome to God's Problem Child, a daily devotional podcast for the modern 20-something, trying to find common ground with an idea that's over 3,000 years old. I'm Carolyn Ringer, and in this series, I attempt to relate the lessons of the bearded, old, robed guys to the lives of young, real people today, all in under 10 minutes. Hey guys, welcome back to God's Problem Child. This is episode two. I am so excited. We actually got a mic. So, and by we, I mean me. It's literally just me sitting here. (laughs) Um, But we actually got a mic, so that's really cool. So hopefully the quality will be a little bit better for you guys, for anybody who's listening. Um, Today's topic is for the ladies. We're going to talk a little bit about ladies in the gospel, ladies and religion in general. I was actually inspired by the Goop podcast. They did an episode with Glennon Doyle, um, who's an author who's been through a lot in her life, um, addiction, divorce. I'm sure there's a lot of other things as well. Um, but I'm actually, I just downloaded her book. I'm starting to read it, but I, on the episode, she talked about how there's actually a gospel of Mary that didn't make it into the Bible. And it's, some of it is lost to history, but there's a good amount of it that you can read. And I've actually started to read it. Um, it's very interesting. It talks about Jesus is rising and some of the rules that he proclaimed, to the witnesses there. And it's just really interesting to get a different account of it from a woman. Um, And it's also interesting because she talks about the fact that when it comes down to it, so much of our lives are based on the decisions of men. And you know, that goes all the way back to the Council of Carthage, where they were deciding what books and gospels were going to make it into the Bible and which ones weren't going to make the cut. That was all men there, to our knowledge. Um, And today, in politics, it's largely men, especially some of our older laws. Women weren't allowed in those rooms. So it's really interesting the kind of light she sheds on it. I'm really excited to read that book. So that is called Untamed, and it's by Glennon Doyle. So if you want to give that a read, I'm going to be checking that out too so we can go through it together. And obviously, this is such a large topic, women in religion. This will be an ongoing conversation we have. But I just felt inspired after listening to that podcast. And I also just felt like, you know, I'm not going to be able to tackle this whole problem in under 10 minutes. But I really wanted to be able to give some of you ladies out there a little bit of positive reinforcement from different scriptures and religion to go about your day thinking about um, and to hopefully connect, like I said, to God or to that higher power on our search for that, you know, to give the women out there some reassurance of our worthiness. I found two quotes from the Christian Bible that I felt were relevant. The first is from Proverbs 31.30. It says, charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. So I kind of like this because I feel like in today's society, it is so common that all we care about is how we look and what other people think of us and being charming and funny and likable. And that's just really not what's important. I mean, you should definitely care 
that the people that you love like you and you're having good, meaningful relationships with them. But I don't think that we should worry about our Instagram followers and the perfect editing and that one person who maybe doesn't like you that you really don't care about and you don't have a deep relationship with. You know, don't waste your energy on trying to be charming and winning over everyone. Just, you know, focus on your inner path and connecting to something greater than you. And if that Christianity is that for you, then, you know, fearing the Lord, being a faithful servant to him, I think is way more important than being pretty. The next one is from 1 Corinthians 11 through 12. And it says, nevertheless, in the Lord, woman is not independent of man, nor man of woman. For as a woman was made from man, so man is now born of woman, and all things are from God. I think this quote is so important because in many religions, men are put above women. You know, women are supposed to obey their husband. We're second. We're subordinate. And to me, I will never be able to get on board with a religion that views anyone as second to anyone. I think we are all created equal. So I think this is really important. It says, you know, sure, Eve, if you're going by the Christian religion, Eve was made from Adam's rib, but now all of Adam's children are born from Eve's body. So I think that's really important that it's balancing out that power. And it says, you know, neither is independent from the other and we are all born from God. So I think that's really great and important to think about too. The last little excerpt I'm going to share is actually from a religion called Shaktism. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. It's a sect of Hinduism that actually looks at all the Hindu gods as incarnations of the one original divine feminine mother of the universe. So her name's Shakti, and one of the quotes from her sort of followers, um, what they've written about her is woman is the creator of the universe and the universe is her form. Woman is the foundation of the world. She is the true form of the body in woman is the form of all things of all that lives and moves in the world. There's no jewel rarer than woman, no condition superior to that of a woman. So for those of you out there who are much more, feminine based you believe in that feminine motherly power and that's what you feel um, when you pray and when you look for that connection to something greater check that out it's called shaktism again I might not be pronouncing that right but I know I'm gonna look into it I think that makes a lot of sense Uh, so yeah so there's that for you guys if anybody was looking into that Okay, so that's going to take us into our prayer. So get into a comfortable seated position. I would encourage you to maybe even try a child's pose for those of you who like yoga or, you know, like I said, just a comfortable position wherever you feel safe and supported. And work on your breathing. Again, just finding that comfortable pace in through the nose, out through the mouth, Don't force it. Just allow yourself to focus in on you, 
and be open to whatever you're about to receive. Dear God, or even Goddess, thank you for ensuring these amazing words about women were included in these texts, even though it was a male-dominated time. I ask you to rush in and have an impact on my life. I want to find you and I want to know you. I also pray for these things. Thank you for hearing me. Amen. See you guys next time.